You are listening to Your Family Matters, all things marriage, divorce, and co-parenting with your host, Naomi Douglas, marriage coach and divorce coach. This podcast is about the things that your lawyer might not tell you. Welcome to the podcast. Today I'm talking about all the things that your lawyer might not tell you. And that's not to say that they're doing this for devious reasons. It's just that it might not be their job to tell you these things. So the first one is that the fight that you might be having always has an emotional component to it. There are always emotional drivers. And the more you understand this, the better off you'll be, and the more likely you will be to be able to control the outcomes of what happens. We're going to get um, to more of that later, but I want to go through some of the other things first. One is that divorce cases rarely go all the way to full trial, So once you get into the legal system, it's a long and arduous process that's incredibly costly. And I want you to keep in mind that when we speak about costs, you do need to think about the enormous financial costs and also the emotional costs, the expense of your time, and also the effect that the time period that you're involved in a legal battle is a time period where there is increased stress ongoingly. And once you get into the legal system, it becomes more and more difficult to find your way out of it. Also, to be really realistic going into it is that along the way, you are going to be continually ask to find your way out of it, to do some mediation, to come to some sort of conciliation meeting or something that's going to um, prevent you from having to go to trial. So the system itself is also going to be trying to get you out of the system. However, while you're in that system, you will tend to get more and more entangled into the battle. So it becomes more and more difficult to extricate yourself out of it. And that is because of the adversarial climate of a legal battle, which is about proving who's right and who's wrong. That's just simply the nature of the legal system, but it's not the nature of the family system. That's a very different system. And it's best when working with families to be focused on very, very different things than who's right and who's wrong. And the more that you are focused on that, the more you're going to become alienated from each other and the more you're going to become resentful of each other. It's just the nature of when someone's trying to prove that they're right and you're wrong, you're not going to feel goodwill towards them while they're doing that, or that goodwill will decrease very quickly. So let's look at a few things around why you'd be going into 
the legal system and what you can do about that. First of all, there's a difference between getting legal advice and getting legal representation. It's definitely good to have legal advice. It's good to know what the laws are and how they affect you and how they affect your situation and how they could affect your decision-making. Representation is different. That's when you have a lawyer representing you on your case, and that's where you could begin to find yourself in a situation where it's the lawyers doing all the communicating and you and your ex-partner are becoming more and more estranged from each other. So you have to be careful about when you choose representation and to know when, why, and how to do that. But definitely getting legal advice can be a very important step in the process. Now, there's two big reasons why people um, battle when they're in a divorce. One is financial and one is parenting. So with the financial battles, you need to first look at how much money really is at stake because legal expenses are huge. And you want to look at this in a very business-like fashion. What, you know, are you investing money? How much money are you investing to get how much money back? And, and also to look at the risk factor of that, because you're not guaranteed to win, no matter how strong your case seems to you to be. That definitely there's always a question around that. A lot of things come into play once you end up fighting a legal battle, and they're not all logical. So you want to look at that with the cold, hard facts, and you want to look at the emotional drivers. Again, getting back to what I started with, my first point, there are always emotional drivers. And if those are the strongest drivers of the battle, then you pretty much guaranteed that you're wasting money. Um, trying to um, fight this battle. And what you're really doing is acting out an emotional battle on a financial stage, which is not a good idea at all. With financial battles, you really want to look at all the other ways of resolving that. So can you both get legal advice together as to what the likely outcomes would be? and then base your negotiations on that. Can you both get professional financial advice and come up with a financial strategy that both of you can live with? Can you do professional mediation? Can you get a private mediator in and you know do some great work in mediation to resolve this? And if there's a huge emotional component to this. Can you hire a divorce coach? Can you hire a counselor for each of you, perhaps? If you're talking about a financial argument and there is a lot of money at stake, then you can afford to get the right professional help to resolve this without going into a very costly legal battle. So you looking at that financially, looking at that on terms of your health and your the time and how that's going to affect your life, and then also 
particularly if you have children and you're in a battle about finances, that's going to affect them. And that is a really important uh, factor to weigh up. So there are avenues you can take to resolve it that can be done, you know, relatively quickly, much more quickly than going through the um, court system with much less cost. So you really want to have a look at that. When it comes to parenting matters, those are even more um, important in terms of the emotional, mental health impact um, of having this run through a court system. So what you really want to do there is look at all your options and understand what's at stake because you want to have a really close look at what it is you're fighting for and what's the other person fighting for and why. Why are your positions so important to each of you? Eventually, you're going to have to come up with a solution. And if that solution is a solution that is made by a judge in a court, you will have really expended an incredible amount financially and emotionally to get that decision. And at the end of the day, when you walk away with whatever that decision is, and no one's you're definitely not going to have two parties that are happy about that decision. And actually both of you might not be happy about whatever decision it is at the end of the day. But the fact is that you will still need to be parenting your children after you've walked away from the courthouse. So even though some key issues might be resolved in a judgment made by the court, your day-to-day reality of parenting the children is still going to exist. And no matter how um, in-depth your um, court orders are, you're still going to have to find a way to function as parents, and that's going to be compromised by the experience of battling. And the other thing to keep in mind is that children are most adversely affected in divorce by conflict. So you're definitely putting the conflict in the forefront if you're going through court and you're not recognizing that it's probably the conflict that's hurting the children more than whatever it is that you're fighting over. So again, looking at the emotional drivers involved in why there is this conflict. And this is the thing that I really work with my clients and my students on so successfully is to understand that when you go through a divorce, there is a lot that needs to be uh, reconciled. There's a lot that needs to be healed and you need to be able to go through a process of learning from the experience and moving beyond it. And if you're not able to do that, what you're going to do is you're going to perpetuate the similar 
conflicts that you've had in your marriage into your divorce and beyond your divorce. And it will bleed into your whole life that way. Whereas if you really learn to work in a much more positive way, in a much more proactive way about the problems that you're facing and use them as opportunities to um, gain insight into what's driving you, what ha- what's what your negative patterns of behavior are, where you lack the skills to communicate, where you lack the skills to um, recognize how to move beyond the emotions that have caused wrecked such havoc in your life to this date, and actually move into new territory where you can work well, even with bad situations. You can, and when I say you can work well, what I mean is that you find a way to strengthen, to become a stronger, more effective person through the process of resolving these issues. And that is an incredible opportunity that I think that people really mostly can only get through having really excellent uh, professional guidance. And I'm not talking about legal guidance, which, as I said before, legal advice is probably necessary. But I'm talking about something that's much deeper than that and something that will be able to help you to construct a much better future. And that's the kind of guidance that's going to give you the tools to ride through the um, chaos of um, a highly charged emotional experience and get out the other side a stronger, healthier person. So that is um, the way that I work, and I encourage you to find your way to some um, solid ground and not get lost in an absolute, you know, turbulent sea of conflict. It's not going to do you or your family any good. If you have any questions about any of this, please forward them to me. And good luck with everything. If you want more information, come and visit me at naomidouglas.com.au or write naomi at naomidouglas.com.au.